is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Bran and Scott. Well, hello, everybody. Happy August and Merry Christmas to you. It feels good to say that, doesn't it, Scotty? It does. August, though. Wow. August. Wow. We're in August now. You know, the downside of August is the heat, and the heat is causing me trouble with my Christmas, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Joviality. It's a tough month. That's a big word you just used there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joviality. I'm using a new app that's teaching me words. Are you really? Yeah, what's it called? I don't know. The trial ran out and I wasn't paying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a thing called a dictionary. Well, yeah, but a dictionary doesn't come to you in app form, does it? I think there is a dictionary app, yes. <laughs> okay. You do whatever you want to, though. You, you live your yeah. life. How are you? Uh, great. Uh, you know what? Every month that is new is a new reason to celebrate because it feels like we're getting closer and closer to Christmas, which we are. And um, I feel there's Dan's right next to me. I feel I feel a negativity. I don't need it from you. I feel a negativity. I don't celebrate Christmas. All right. I don't need it. I don't need it. I feel in, in, in trying to be my true self, I do feel negativity just flowing. Why did you bring him to the North pole? I, he, he's, he hopped in. He thought we were going to Krispy Kreme. And the next thing you know, we're at the North pole for the show. He was very surprised, very upset, but he'll be fine. Okay. You just told somebody else about a dictionary. Yeah. Well, okay. They, they, it all makes sense uh, later, Dan. It all makes sense later. You go, go hang out with the elves. Do whatever you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either join in or leave. You don't, don't just yeah, be in the, in the wings. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, Scotty. Okay. Do you, did we get any emails over the last couple of weeks? We had, we had a, a big week last week. Um, with, you know, it being the last week of July and multiple episodes and all that good stuff. Um, did that extra boost give us a little boost in our mailbox? Yeah. So, uh, let, let's pull out the mailbag and we'll, uh, I'll give you the full update here. So last week we had so few emails that I had to scrape together something just to read one. This week we have so many that I had to put a bunch in reserve for next week. Wow. Yeah. What happened? People I don't know. really just said uh, they they rose to the occasion. Occasion. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into it because as it is, I've got so many that we can barely fit them. The first email is from Kristen Lowe. She says, hi, Scott and Bran. I'm extra spoiled this week with so much Christmas morning. Thank y'all. These aren't the greatest quality. Oh, come on. But here are a few pictures from Christmas in July market last weekend that I attended in Richmond, Virginia. These are some booths, Christmas tree hats that two vendors wore the whole day, and yes, it was 90 in in Virginia summer humid, so you've got to respect their dedication. I do. And a massive keg tree. It was a really fun event at a brewery. There was a drag king Santa, 
put a pin in that brand. Christmas movies playing on the wall, a Christmas in July playlist, and a drag show after the market. Wow. Um, these are some really cool pictures. I will post them on our Instagram. What is a drag king Santa? I'm not sure, but I would love for somebody to email me and uh, and inform me. I love, I love learning. Kristen, can you please send in a follow-up email with what the drag king Santa was and also, the drag show after the market, was it Christmas-themed? I need to know. It's a great question. I'm looking at the keg Christmas tree, and I really mm. like that. So that's yeah, that a good cool. idea for all my kegs, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. It looks really cool. So I'll post those pictures, and you can check them out. Thank you. I have another email from Era Evans. She says, hey, Scott and Bran, I am a huge Funko collector. Oh, good. We asked about that. Yeah, we've got two Funko emails oh, this week. She says, between my boyfriend and I, we probably have a thousand <gasps> or more. What? We were actually at an exclusive Funko event this past Friday that has hosted the evening of Friday night of San Diego Comic-Con. Who hosts it? Funko? I don't know. That part wasn't given to me. The 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 Danny Funko? <laughs> Danny Funko, yes. At the event, they also revealed new Rudolph Pops. <gasps> As well as Christmas-themed Marvel Pops that will be coming soon. Christmas-themed Marvel Pops? Yeah, there's one in the next email, so hold on. I personally have all the Grinch Pops from the original as well as the newest animated movie. They have done so many amazing Christmas items, including original designs called Peppermint Lane that come with adorable Christmas village houses with the figure. On top of all this, Funko has a sister company called Loungefly, that makes awesome bags, backpacks, and wallets, and every year they release the cutest Christmas designs. I, of course, have several Grinch backpacks. I'll attach a few photos and a video of my favorite bags and my Funko display under my tree last year. Hope you enjoy them. Yes, we're enjoying them. I have more Funko-related questions. Yeah, there's so many Funko. We could do a whole Funko episode, I think. So what is it about them that make them uh, so popular? Is it that they are adorable? Because they are. They're like aesthetically pleasing. Are they collector's items? Like, is there a limited amount? Is it like the Beanie Babies back in the day? Or are these like readily available? Like what makes them so popular? Because I, in my mind, I'm like, I bet there is like a limited amount of each. And that makes having one of these special ones all the more uh, special. I don't know if that relates to the bags as well. These are all questions that I'm wondering and could I Google it? Yes. Or could I just wait until next yep. week when someone emails? Yep. Also, yes. Good reason for someone to email back in. So Era, follow up questions. Please let us know. Thank you. From Katie Leepak. I will just say really quick, the bags are adorable. Yeah, they really are. Like like they pop. It looks like there's like some dimensions to it. I took a still from the video for you there, but it's one of those holographic kind of things where you move it and it, and it shimmers. Oh, is that it's the one really with the, cool. the, the Dr. Seuss one? Uh, the, it with is. The, yeah. Oh, I see it. That is cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat, isn't it? Very cool. All right. From Katie Leepak. I have a few Christmas Pop Funkos. There was a gingerbread line for Pop Funkos, and I have the WandaVision Pop Funko. That's the first photo, Brad. Isn't that cool looking? She is using more words, though. There was a (laughs) gingerbread line for Punk Funkos, and I have the WandaVision Pop Funko. (laughs) What is a gingerbread line of Pop Funkos? Is that what they call their Christmas Pop Funkos? I don't know, but if you look at the first one, the WandaVision one, and you look closely, it has a gingerbread (gasps) look to it. Isn't that cool? Oh, you're right. 
Yeah. This is a world. I'm nervous. I'm not even into Marvel. 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 I'm not even into Marvel, but I thought it was really cool I'm nervous cool because I feel like this is something that could, this, this is, is something bad. I could get this into. Bad. You were better off not knowing any of this existed. She says, I also own Clark Griswold and I got my sister's boyfriend, Turbo Man. Oh, there's a Turbo Man Pop Funko. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. All right, so the last email here, we got to keep moving, from Melanie Marie. She says, hi, Brandon Scott. I just wanted to share a fun little event I attended on July 25th, the Margaritaville Resort in Kissimmee, Florida. Can I just (laughs) really quickly, can I just really quickly just tell tell you (laughs) that I went to Margaritaville last week and I hated literally every (laughs) second of it. Why? And I just want to say this before everybody gets mad at me. Like, this isn't, I don't know if this is like a beloved establishment or whatever it's a chain so probably no so i had just recently just a little backstory i i had just recently watched a video from a creator that i like his name is eddie burback and he went to every margaritaville Uh in the country just for kicks and giggles which feels like something i would do it does and in watching it i was like there is something like that could be like endearing about this place there's like a a hurricane and a a tequila bottle like like it's huge and it comes down and it fills up this giant blender and it's like this whole thing right and so i go in and i am fully ready to give myself to the Margaritaville Mm -hmm. and then suddenly out of nowhere a mermaid on stilts comes walking (laughs) around ready to make balloon animals for my kids and I was like this is a weird bit but I'm still giving myself to the Margaritaville mermaids aren't supposed to have feet are they they she didn't it was as if I'm I'm pulling back the curtain a little bit, but it was a it was a very long mermaid tail. Wow, that sounds dangerous. But I know because <laughs> I'm an adult okay. that it was still okay. So she is doing balloon animals, and we're having a good time. And I'm giving myself to this, and I go up to get some balloons for my kids, and she lists off the things that she can do. Okay, which is a hat. Mm-hmm. A fun little sword. Yeah. Uh, a fishing sword. Sword, I feel like, is day one at the Balloon Animal Academy, right? Right. <laughs> it's a stick. Fishing pole with a fish on it. Okay, that's pretty cool. And then a gun. Oh, no. And then she goes, boom. <laughs> And what do you think my kids wanted? Now they want the gun. Of guns. course they wanted the gun. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there with a mermaid on stilts having to be like, yeah, I guess we'll have two guns, please. <laughs> it's a murderer mermaid. And she hands it to them. And before handing them, she points it at them and goes, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And then she does this weird parade with all the kids and their gun balloons around Margaritaville. And then the food was oh, god awful. Probably the worst food I've ever had at an establishment. It was just so gross. And so while I oh tried, I tried to give myself to the absurdity that is Margaritaville. I am here to tell you that I hated every second of it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Melanie Marie didn't seem to have such a negative uh, time. Now the Margaritaville resort might be a different experience. 
pants. Yeah, look at the photos here. I don't see any guns or mermaids on stilts. I don't. Uh, listen, I'm here for what's going on in this picture. She says the Margaritaville Resort in Kissimmee, Florida, hosted a Christmas in July party complete with snow, in quotes, Santa and his elves, and some very yummy margaritas. They had live music playing. The whole lobby was decorated for Christmas. There was a photo booth and crafts for the kids. Very cute and indoors, which is great to help you forget how horribly hot it actually was outside. And there's this really cool photo here of Santa and, uh, I don't know, what are these, elves? They look great. They do look great. Nary a gun to be found. Uh, Nary a gun to be found. I think that could have potentially had something to do with the fact that I was in South Carolina. (laughs) That's just what we do. Uh, But yeah. All right, so that's all the emails that we have for this week. How are we doing in the ratings? Uh, what if I told you exactly the same? Oh. We're at 192. How, Brian, I don't think we've ever been stalled this long. It's starting to feel like it's uh, it's never going to happen. Okay. Did you at least hold one in reserve that we can read, or should we just make up one? I still have a few. I still have a few, yes. Okay. What do you got? I got one here that I will just skim over that I think has something to do with somebody requesting more back to Bayside. And I don't think that has anything to do with this show. So I'm going to go to the next one, which is F Ford fan. Need a little Christmas every week. It only took one episode and I was hooked. Long time fan of Deck the Hallmark, but it uh, is great to also have an extra dose of Christmas to brighten up my week. Keep up the good work. Thank you, F Ford fan. And I only have one more left. So, uh, guys, I can't stress this enough. I will. There's uh, is this tough. Would I rather go to Margaritaville or run <laughs> out of reviews? I don't know, but I, I don't want to be I don't want to be forced to make a decision there. So, Brian, I think we need to come up with a threat. What would you read if we have no reviews? When we run out, what are you going to read? The Margaritaville menu. <laughs> okay. I feel like people actually are going to want that, so I don't know. I know. It actually is a pretty wonderful menu. <laughs> yeah, they get a lot of fun names. Fun. You've been to that Rainforest Cafe? Now that place is fun. So Eddie Burback last year went to every Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. And this year went to every uh, Margaritaville. I think it, they're very similar in like w- the weirdness of yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I've never seen at, Mar- at the old Rainforest Cafe, though? Murder, ba- murder balloons. Right. Murder balloons. Yep. Okay, I've got a joke for you, and I did something new this week. Okay. I tested it on my family first. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I like, so okay. What, did it did it perform well? I don't want to say. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Which dinosaur wrapped presents the fastest? Which dinosaur wrapped presents the fastest? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, a, rap, a, ra- a raptor. Very close. It's the Velociraptor. Okay. Waka waka. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Um, I got better response from my family. Oh, they loved it? Okay. <laughs> well, I said I loved it. No, I saw it in your eyes. That was pity. <laughs> Let's do the countdown. Let's move on. Okay. Joy to the world. 145 days until Christmas! Brand, you know how I like round numbers and even numbers? Yes. 20 yes. weeks. Wow. I like that. This is a good week. Yeah. We're under 150. We're 20 weeks away. Mm-hmm. This feels I can good. do this. I can yeah, do this. I, I we're in the last heavy-duty summer month. Before you know it, we're going to be under 100. Yeah. 
And actually, I gotta, I won't lie to you, my eyes are on the Halloween prize right now because I'm going into stores looking for Halloween decorations. Probably because I won't find any Christmas stuff, but there is starting to be Halloween to be found, and that is getting me over this summer heat. So I went to the Home Depot, animatronics. I love how your only use for uh, Halloween is a benchmark for Christmas. Yeah, don't tell my buddy Tony, the happy Halloween pod. You hate the holiday. But it, uh, but it just means uh, Christmas is here. Yeah. But the other good news, only 60 days until October 1st. Charge. <laughs> I uh, Brought to you by the good folks at Margaritaville. Uh, can we, why don't we just change that countdown to when the Hallmark Christmas movies start? Because we didn't think of that. That's why. <laughs> well, that's the the, news. You show up one day, you say, I've got an idea. October 1st. <laughs> What am I to do? Well, hello, everybody. (laughs) Today is August 2nd. Here's the news. Larry's in good form today. He is. He is. Uh, I've got good news for everybody that is uh, a big Christmas decorator. Maybe you have slowly over time been adding to your house. And every year you watch the great Christmas light fight and wonder, how do I get on this program? Well, I'm here to tell you exactly how. ABC is now casting season 12 of the great Christmas light fight, which is hosted by celebrity judges. You know them. You love them. Tania Nyack and Carter Oosterhouse. We love those celebrities. I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought there was Tanya. T-A-N. I'm pretty sure it's Tanya. I-Y-A. Is that Tanya? Mm. Is T-A-N-I-Y-A, do you say ta- Tanya? I don't know. It does sound like Tania to me. That, that looks like if she wants to go by Tanya, that's fine. I, I, doesn't. I don't know what she goes by. We, we don't work for the show, but I would. Here's what you do. In each episode, for those of you that don't know, in each episode, four families compete for a $50,000 prize in the coveted Light Fight Trophy. A total of $300,000 is given away each season. More accurately, though, Bran, uh, families spend about $100,000 in lights to compete for a $50,000 prize. <laughs> that is uh, that is one way to look at it, yes. But that could be dragged. That could, that could be spent over time. Sure. Right? So, like... You know, it's... Yeah, those LEDs, they last longer than the incandescent bulbs did. They they absolutely do. So, like, if you're like me, you add some lights every year, mm-hmm. and maybe in, like, 10 years, I'll be ready for a Light Fight uh, Season 20. I don't know. Um, but all you gotta do is go to lightfightcasting.com, mm. and you can uh, submit yourself or nominate somebody else. So if you see somebody around town, and you're like, those lights are amazing, they might not know... That this uh, that this is happening, or how you can do it? Wait a minute. So you mean like you're just really into it? You're into it for the love of the game, not for the thing. And all of a sudden, your doorbell rings, and there's a camera crew outside. I have a feeling they would contact you first okay. to see if you are interested. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know how often. My pot pie is getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be on your show. Now this is interesting. I I don't know I, how this. This works entirely because it says on the website, note, filming dates will be November and December of 2023. So is are they filming for 2024? It sounds like they're filming for 2023, doesn't it? So I will say one year somebody was on the show in Greenville and they were filming it in August. Yeah. So they had they made the people decorate their house in the heat of the summer. Yeah. And everybody's got to put on sweaters yeah. and stuff. And there's and so, some Yahoo in the background with flippers and a snorkel on. Maybe they just don't do that anymore. 
Maybe they know. maybe they film a year a year in advance, which would be ideal. Like it is really cruel to make these people decorate in the heat of the summer for the, the holiday season. So um yeah, there you go. Lightfightcasting.com if you want to uh if you want to apply. Uh, you can also find out some uh, fun facts about the casting uh, team and maybe you can email them and like bribe them. I don't know. Um, so there you go. Great American Life Fights. It is casting and uh, for season 12. Well, what was last year? Let's find out. This uh, could answer the whole question. It hinges on this, fight. doesn't it? It does hinge on this. Um, yes, there's been 10 seasons. The okay. 11th is airing this year. They're they're filming 12 this holiday season. So, yeah, they film a year out. How about that? You know what? I am in awe of your knowledge of how TV works. Well, I remember. You know what's funny is I remember in 2020, it was weird because no, but like it was you, you didn't really like you were like, there's nobody, there's, uh, it's like COVID doesn't exist. Right. And then in 2020, the 2021 season, it did. Okay. And you're like, oh, oh that makes okay, a lot of it. sense. So at some point over the last few years, they have, they've switched to being a year out, which I think is the ideal for sure. Okay. Well, good, good information. Thanks, Brian. That's what I'm here for. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and you will give us the TV specials for the week and we'll uh, get a little. I will? Uh, well, TV Scotty will. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, and then some battle stuff here on Christmas morning. Welcome back. We are uh, here with TV Scotty, uh, who has some Christmas. No, we're not. It's TV Ernest. I've never wanted to hear from TV Scotty more in my life. But he's he's in the John, so I'm filling in for him for right now. Let's kind of see how long this goes. Uh, TV Ernest, give us the TV specials for the week. No, no, I don't give the TV listings. I just fill it. Hold on. Brand. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Uncle Ernie, you're good. You can go back. Okay. All right, Brent. Sorry about that. I don't know who this is for, but uh, I love it. I love it personally. Okay. Okay. I am TV Scotty, not TV Ernest, and I have the Christmas TV specials for the next few days, but I got some info on this, Brand. There are not a lot of listings. The glory days of Christmas in July are over. But you know what? I almost like while I wish that there was Christmas movies on 24/7 all year round. There is something like nice about this cuz it feels like you can actually do it. Like you can pick a couple of these yeah. of like the shows that you like or whatever and see a Christmas version of it. It's a lot more uh doable than yeah. like and realistic uh, than watching I learned from Christmas in July that we need scarcity. Okay. It makes it just feel better. It makes it feel like you're really finding something magical and rare versus just like days after days after days of Christmas listings. So now we're back to the listings that are all over the place. So buckle up, Bran. Well, let me, can I ask you Uh this? Because it felt like over the past month, like these random Christmas TV shows, like didn't get, did, did you take them out of the listing or did they just stop playing them? I might've taken one or two out if it blew, if it, you know, blew the, the flu, the, the flu, the, the flow, the, flu. the flow of the listings, because it's hard to go back and forth when everything's Hallmark okay. and then there's one VH1, but right. by and large, no. Interesting. Uh, but, but today is all over the map. So here are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of mostlychristmas.com. Wednesday, 2 p.m. on We and CIS, Silent Night. 4 p.m. on Lifetime, Castle, Secret Santa. 6 p.m. on MeTV, MASH, Dear Dad. And 8 p.m. on IFC, Everybody Loves Raymond, All I Want for Christmas. Thursday, 1.30 a.m. on MTV2, The Deuce, The Jamie Foxx Show, Christmas Day, Deja Vu. 2.30 p.m. on Hallmark, The Golden Girls, Twas the Nightmare Before Christmas. 
4.30 a.m. on Hallmark, Frasier, Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street, 5 a.m. on VH1, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Deck the Halls, 7 a.m. on Comedy Central, Futurama, The Futurama Holiday Spectacular, 9.30 a.m. on Fee TV, The Beverly Hillbillies, Christmas at the Clampets, 10.30 a.m. on Antenna, Dennis the Menace, The Christmas Story, 3 p.m. on Hallmark Movies, Psych, Christmas Joy, 7 p.m. on H&I, Walker, Texas Ranger, A Matter of Faith. Oh. And 11.25 p.m. on Logo, The Nanny, <coughs> ah! The Hanukkah Story. Okay, just really quickly, the reason why I, I paused there is I was thinking about how I would like for the Christmas aficionado to do a review of Walker, Texas Ranger, Ranger's Christmas uh, episode, A Matter of Faith, or, or, or another one. Okay, I thought you were going to ask him to do the nanny, and I was going to say, Brian, he already did that No, no, us. no, I didn't know that Walker, Texas Ranger had a Christmas episode, so I would, if, if, if that's out there. Joe, if you can, if you're listening, please review Walker, Texas Ranger, A Matter of Faith for us. Or if there's another one sure, that's like sure. more Christmas. Like, I don't know how Christmassy Just that is. Just Walker, yeah. Texas Ranger in general. Finally, this is the last day, Friday. We don't have Saturday, Sunday, or Monday listings now. Friday, 12 a.m. on Antenna, Becker, Santa on Ice, 9 a.m. on Antenna, Father Knows Best, The Christmas Story. I don't know what that is, and Alonzo's going to get real grumpy with me for not knowing what that is, I think. <laughs> 12 p.m. on Up, Touched by an Angel, The Christmas Gift. Where you walk down the road. Go ahead. See, I waited that time that good. because I knew there was a second verse. Or a second part to it. Uh, 12.30 p.m. on Logo, The Facts of Life, Christmas in the Big House. 5.30 p.m. on Antenna, Family Ties, Christmas Story. 7.30 p.m. on TV Land, Everybody Loves Raymond, Christmas Present. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, Time for Him to Come Home for Christmas. Wow, a Tyler Hines alert, everybody. The Heinies will be happy to know that. And finally, 9 p.m. on MTV2, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Christmas Show. Uh, those are your Christmas TV listings for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Back to you, Brandon. I would like to tell you about something as we head into the Christmas music battle that happened this week that you will be happy to hear about. Okay. I had some time and I was like, there's a new episode of Tinsel Tunes out that I, I want to listen right. to. It was me, Todd Killian from Christmas Clatter yes. and my co-host, Dwayne Bailey. Yes. And the song was Jingle Bell Rocks. Right. Or Jingle Bell Rock, but okay. Okay. Sorry. The reason why I said Jingle Bell Rocks is because as I was listening to this episode... I remembered that I still have not watched Jingle Bell Rocks, the documentary that you sent me for right. winning season one. That's right. And so I said, I'm going to press pause on this podcast Yeah. and I'm going to do it because I I'm thinking it. about it. I love this. I watched it. Uh -huh. I loved every second of it. Wasn't it a wild ride? I was inspired. I have now found... Um, uh, Christmas mixes online mm -hmm. from some of the people that are featured in the documentary. Yeah, there were a lot of them too. I'm loving every second of it. So it was a wonderful documentary and I knew I would like it. I knew I would like it. So I'm happy that I finally did it. It's hard to describe what you're in for yeah. when you watch it. And I thought the best scene was when he gives the Christmas and Hollis record yeah. to the guy from Run DMC. Yeah. That yeah. was so cool. I loved the whole thing. It was wonderful. So thank you for that. And I'm sorry that it took me so long. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. My wife liked it. We watched it on the plane ride home from Missouri earlier this year. And she's like, that was really good. And it also makes you seem less crazy. I said, perfect. It does. Like in co comparison, 
We're doing okay. I do know I if I had uh, unlimited resources, I would be in that world, though. Yeah, and it's not just the money. It's the space required to store all those yeah. records. That was a crazy... And the time, yeah. like the time of going to these obscure record stores and just like... But those two guys on the radio, I wanted that to be you and me. Oh, I would love that. That would be cool. I would love that. Okay. Um, we do have results from last week's battle, which uh, was, what song was it? I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, well, there's a tie for, we'll say tie for second place, not a tie for last place. Sure. Which is the version from Learners. I can't, I can't believe these results this week. And the Living Music Box. So the listeners brought the learner's version. I brought the living music box version. Both great versions, too. Yes. And somehow. <laughs> Not somehow, Brandon. Somehow. No. A version from Stacey Peasley won. By, by far and away, my least favorite version of the song out of the three. Okay, but I knew it was going I'm, to be popular. I knew it when I heard it, it was going to win. I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I don't get people sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that version from the Living Music Box that you brought, I thought had a really cool beat to it. I thought the Learner's version was going to win. I didn't think so. That was brought to us by Drew Basic. So? And I knew it was good, but I knew your Living Music Box was going to beat it. And I had just had a feeling that Stacy Peasley one was really just straight down the middle and people were going to like it. I am really hurting right okay. now. I gotta say, I am. Uh, I haven't won since the first week of June. Wow. I am in quite the slump. It's a drought. It's summer. Uh, I'm not getting any reviews. I'm not winning any battles. <laughs> I'm going to Margaritaville. My life is falling apart. I would say this portends really bad things, but we got more emails than we almost ever do. Okay, so good. it's not like the show isn't popular. No, no. It's just you. It's just me. I'm just popular. not popular. And that's more than fair. I get that. Um, which means an updated uh, uh, tally, I believe, since Scott, you won. Mm -hmm. It is listeners with 10, Scott with nine, Ooh. me with six. I am nipping at their heels. That's what I'm doing. You sure are. Let's see what happens this week. Uh, we also got a ton of listener submissions this week that I'll get to in a little we bit. Did. So the show is as popular as ever. I it's I, just you it's just and Margaritaville that aren't doing well. <laughs> More than fair. More than fair. But you brought an amazing song this week. You brought a song that I just love. Thank you. I, I, I can't believe we haven't done it before, Scott. I was I was shocked. Yeah. We are at the old man part of the of the episode arc where we have to go back and look to see what has been brought because there have been so many. Right. So I go to ChristmasMorningPodcast.com right. and I go click on songs and I do a search. And you're right. We have not done what Christmas means to me. And when I was listening to it, I was like, this is just the best song. I just love this. This, I want to say before, uh, go ahead and do the trivia and then I'll tell you, we yeah. can talk about the, what it was like going through yeah. the songs. What Christmas Means to Me has been recorded by many artists, including Stevie Wonder, Hanson, right. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, <laughs> and En Vogue, Jessica Simpson, Natalie Grant, Darlene Love, Michael McDonald, Nick Lachey, separate from Jessica Simpson, I think, it wasn't any kind of <laughs> duet, and CeeLo Green. And CeeLo Green's album is so good. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great version. I loved uh, going through these songs, but I will say I only made it through three of them because I loved three straight up. And I was like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do this. 
I'm not going to be able to get, uh, keep loving the versions and then trimming it down. So I got to three, and then I picked one. I think that's fair. There have been plenty of times where I hear the song, and I'm like, that's it. That's my pick. I don't need to go through the rest. But uh, if the three that I found were any uh, sign of things to come, I imagine we got a lot a lot of good ones this week. Yeah, but check this out, Brian. We got listener submissions from Julia Ledwell, Drew Basic, Pondo, Paige Holland, Jessica Trinidad, Dwayne Bailey, Tony Dixon, wow. Katie Leepak, and Lenora Gilbert. Does that mean there are weeks when people start the process and just go, this is too hard? <laughs> it's like, there's too many bad versions of this. I'm just not going to find one. No, but I did get a funny email from Paige Holland, who I met at Bramble Fest. Uh-huh. It was just lovely. She said, after hundreds, I think, of episodes, I have finally visited Bandcamp and listened to some songs. Okay. I'm sure that multiple tracks have been submitted already, but just in case Lee Hodo and Jessica Trinidad were both busy, here is my option for the battle. So thank right, you. Fair enough. Thank you, Paige. Well, let's get started with a group that has been on the show before, and they have won before. This is Six Appeals' version of what Christmas means to me. Candles burning low, lots of mistletoe, lots of snow and ice, everywhere we go. Are you singing carols right outside my door? I love it. I love that version. When acapella hits, it hits. And that hit. It has to hit, though. Sometimes it's like uh, Margaritaville. It's just not good. Uh, which is, well, it's different because it's, that's right. always the case for Margaritaville. <laughs> not according to Melanie Marie. Uh, let's go to uh, Ryan Sinclair's version. Candles burning It was a cute version. And if you look at the album art on there, adorable. Adorable. Let's go to for Ryan. Last but not least, um, a band that you would expect to do Christmas music here is To Die Elsewhere. Channels burning low. Lots of 
Well, that was something. Whoever submitted that one might want to visit BetterHelp.com. Oh, you stop it! I lo- that was a that was a delight. I no, I'm just kidding. It was a heavy version, and that one is one of those versions that's swinging for the fences. You're it either is. gonna strike out or hit a home run. 100. We'll see what happens. You can vote now with a link in the description. Three uh, different versions of a wonderful song. We'll see which one wins out. Uh, what do we got next week? In the backlog, we have a new entry. It's O Little Town of Bethlehem, another song brand that I was like, no, we've done that. Of course we've done that. Nope. Wow. Not at all. And then we still have Mele Kamikimaka, 12 Days of Christmas, and <clears throat> River by Joni Mitchell. So we're doing O Little Town of Bethlehem? We are doing O Little Town of Bethlehem. You're exactly right. Right. So go to bandcamp.com, search for O Little Town of Bethlehem, find a version you like, and email it to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. Wonderful. I can't wait to see what the people come up with. Vote now. Submit now. Tell all your friends uh, about Christmas morning. Who doesn't want to listen to a Christmas podcast in August? Yeah, and then have them re- leave a review because Brian yeah. is going to be so sad. It's true. Next week, if there are no reviews, no new reviews. And he's going to read the menu from Margaritaville if you don't send something in because I believe you did the last one, right? I have one more. I have okay. one more. All right. Well, two weeks from now, we're going to be listening to uh, burgers and chicken sandwiches if you Dire don't send straits. something in. It's five o'clock somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to be back next week with some more Christmas joy. Until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Ernie's dead? But it's Christmas. Huh. I haven't talked to Uncle Ernie in years. Talking to Uncle Ernie would be great code for going to poop. Gene, he just died. It's a fitting tribute.